It was the Luis Robert Jr. show on Sunday as the White Sox won the game and series. Robert Jr. hit two bombs on Sunday. He has 21 on the year and is creating an airtight case for representing the White Sox in Seattle for the All-Star game next month. Updates on Tim Anderson, Yoan Mankata, Liam Hendricks, and Mike Clevenger as the White Sox head back out west to battle the Angels. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox take on the Los Angeles Angels on Monday. Dylan Cease is on the mound. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Our Chicago White Sox, they are 34-45. and 45, uh, Six games back in the AL Central. Uh, nothing has really changed in that department. Unfortunately, uh, White Sox beat Boston on Sunday. It was a hot, thick, steamy one on the south side. And the Sox, uh, White Sox, I should say, got to be careful with that. White Sox won the series, uh, but they did not gain any ground on Minnesota. Uh, Chicago's first series win uh, since June 8th when they beat the Yankees two out of three. Uh, so a lot to do about Tim Anderson, uh, I thought, personally, this past weekend, especially in games one and two. Uh, T.A. batting uh, second in the lineup and playing second base on Friday and Saturday. Uh, however, we were told not to read anything into it. Uh, you can make conspiracy theory, theories galore, as I tend to do. Uh, wow, are other teams contacting the Chicago White Sox? Are they asking if Tim Anderson would be open uh, to playing second base because they would like to uh, make a bid, so to speak, on Tim Anderson here? Uh, what what can we get? Uh, you know, what kind of Tim Anderson can we get? You know, is he just going to want to play uh, shortstop? So the White Sox, you know, maybe auditioning him a bit. At second base, uh, you know, he's got that injury and maybe teams are starting to get a little worried and maybe the Sox are getting worried because they had plans to move T.A. before the deadline. That's a bunch of conspiracy stuff that I am creating, but that's where your mind goes when certain things like this ha uh, happen. You know, he he was not in the starting lineup uh, on Friday and then all of a sudden got put in. Uh, to play second base. It was just a little interesting, more than a little interesting. Uh, speaking of starting lineups, uh, T.A. did not uh, play on Sunday 
Uh, he was not in the lineup and did not come in in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Pedro Grafol said the White Sox uh, were giving Tim Anderson's shoulder a rest after he played second base the last two days uh, with the intention of getting him back to shortstop ASAP. Uh, Anderson could be back as soon as Monday, uh, and when he's back, it'll be at shortstop. Uh, for this series, which was really just two games for Tim Anderson, uh, he was 0 for 7 with two strikeouts, uh, had an error, probably should have had two uh, while playing second base. He didn't look great. Uh, some injury updates here. Uh, Grafol on Yoan Mankata. What is happening with this uh, friend of ours? Uh, you come out here, you watch him take ground balls, and he does it so easy, and he's so fluid. Uh, then you talk to him, and he's still not even close to 100%. Uh, the one thing I've learned about him is he really loves the game. He loves to play. He takes pride in it. He works hard. Uh, he's frustrated. He wants to be part of it, and he can't right now, Grafol said. I think there was some talk of... Uh, him maybe not being back until definitely after the All-Star break. Uh, it's just an absolute shame with him. I, I, and I don't know, you know, that back is tricky. I, I don't, And I think it's been bothering him and, and legs and everything that comes along with it. If you've ever had a lower back issue with bulging stuff or sciatic nerves and, and you just, it's like lightning, you know, when you try to stand up, do anything, bend down. And this guy's twisting and rotating. I don't think he was able to comfortably hit from the right side for a while. He's been playing hurt. Uh, they shut him down. And, I, you know, I, I think he, he's bound to just have an operation at this point. But uh, we will see uh, how things progress. Uh, again, what version of Mankata are you getting back if they try to rush him back like the White Sox love to do uh, with hurt guys? Uh, Pedro Grafol said, uh, Liam Hendricks uh, will not be back uh, from the IL before the All-Star break. Uh, less definite that uh, Mike Clevenger won't pitch till second half, but given that he's a starter and will require to build back up, it's certainly possible. So not great on both of those uh, pitchers. Got a lot of bullpen stuff, a lot of moving parts right now, as Crochet, of course, still sidelined, uh, and they are kind of playing Playing the Tanner Banks, uh, Jesse Schulten's uh, musical chairs, I guess, in that fifth uh, starter spot. That's what happened on Sunday. Uh, White Sox beat Boston 4-1 in the series finale. Tanner Banks did start. Uh, Jesse Schulten's, though, he followed, and he was more than serviceable. Really liked what Schulten's can do. Uh, Luis Robert Jr., man, he hit a pair of home runs. Uh, he has now got 21 on the season. He also has 20 doubles, a first baseball player uh, to hit 20 home runs and, and 20 doubles in the MLB uh, this season. Robert was three for four on Sunday with three RBI. Uh, last seven games for Luis Robert Jr., four home runs, five RBIs, uh, a walk, uh, just four strikeouts, slashing 409, 480, a thousand. Now he has played. Talk about injured lists and guys playing hurt. It has been a different story for Luis Robert Jr. this season. He has played in 76 of the 79 games. Uh, only Vaughn has played more with 77. Uh, this is Grafol on Robert after the game. 
What he does in the outfield is not easy. He plays the game with ease. Offensively, he's hunting for off speeds, hitting fastballs, not chasing as much. Uh, He's a really damn good player. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind this guy's an all-star. And, you know, he, I've talked about it before, as a lot of Sox fans have. I mean, this guy makes the lineup completely different. When you don't have him in the lineup, it's just... Man, it's uh, you know it's so mediocre when you look at that lineup and you're missing Luis Robert Jr. He is Mr. Danger, you know. And we haven't had a healthy Luis Robert Jr. You know, clicking on all cylinders like this. Uh, he's had some he's had some valleys though. The chase stuff has been a problem, and I think it'll continue to be a problem. It's gotten better though, uh, but where it was at was absolutely awful. You know, sometimes you know, chasing sliders and, and, and stuff outside of the zone, a foot, foot and a half, he has no chance. Uh, being patient, trying to be locked in, you know, pitchers have to come to him then. And, and then he can really, he feasts. And, and there was a, a, I can't remember what broadcaster it was. Uh, it was a Fox game. I talked about it uh, here on Lockdown. And, and this broadcaster said as a national game, Sox were playing, and, you know, Robert just chasing pitch after pitch, strike maybe three, four strikeouts in the game. And, uh, and this analyst said, look, uh, it, unless he becomes more patient and more disciplined, you, he's just not going to, you know, reach his potential. And, and that is absolutely true. And he's gotten a little bit better at that. You've seen uh, what has happened. You know, pitchers realize, wow, this guy's not going to be going all over the place. You know, I can't fool this guy. Uh, so I'm going to have to come into him. I'm going to have to throw some breaking stuff in the zone, perhaps. And and Robert is not missing. He is hitting mistakes, and it is fun to watch right now what he is doing. Uh, Bank, Banks, again, had the start on Sunday, two and two-thirds, uh, three hits, one earned run, a couple of walks, four strikeouts. His ERA, 4.50. Schultons, I thought, was the story. Uh, he went four innings, two hits, Zero runs, one walk, and three strikeouts. A bummer in Middleton cleaned things up after uh, Sacks pitching uh, only allowed five hits, one run, and struck out 10. Uh, Sacks offense, four runs, seven hits. Ben Attendee had a double and a two out RBI. He was two for four in the game. Sacks were 0 for one with runners in scoring position. Uh, how about Ben Attendee in that leadoff spot? I think he's liking it. He might even love it. I sure enjoy him in that leadoff spot. Uh, He's got 20 games now uh, this season, leadoff spot, 82 at bats. Uh, His slashing, uh, his slash line, 329, 378, 415, uh, and an OPS of 793. Uh, So if Tim Anderson does come back and he comes back on Monday and he plays shortstop, I want to see him in that two spot. I want Ben Attendee to stay uh, in the leadoff spot. Lucas Giolito had a solid outing to start off the series, but the bats were quiet. Uh, Things more exciting on Saturday. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Uh, For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can make sure every part uh, you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and 
Uh, look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Uh, get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our White Sox face off against the Los Angeles Angels on Monday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on that SXM app. Uh, search White Sox. How the series started uh, Friday uh, Sox lost to Boston 3-1. Uh, Tim Anderson not in the lineup originally, uh, then was inserted into second base and hitting second uh, prior to the game. This is what Grafol uh, had to say on uh, Tim Anderson playing second. Don't read too much into it. Uh, he wants to be part of the lineup tonight after the game will evaluate like if he wasn't playing, uh, see where his arm is and we'll make a decision on where he plays tomorrow. All intentions are for uh, him to go back to shortstop. Uh, errors came back to bite the White Sox on Friday. Anderson was charged with one error when a pickoff attempt from starting pitcher Lucas Giolito into the third inning went off Anderson's glove and into center. Uh, David Hamilton scored from second on the miscue. I could not believe Anderson missed it. But then again, it's the same thing that happens to him all season long when infield is in and there's a chopper his way and he's got to go right to home. He just biffs at it, hits off of his glove. He's trying to do a couple things before he does the first thing. Uh, not good. Uh, after scoring in the third, uh, the Red Sox went uh, back to work in the fourth inning, uh, scoring two runs, Yoshida. Uh, reached on an air by shortstop Elvis Andrews, Rafael Devers followed with a two run homer. I mean, it was a no doubter to write Devers, of course, the guy uh, that the Red Sox were really in love with. And that allowed Yoan Moncada uh, to be uh, moved to the White Sox. They knew they had Devers and uh, man, Devers, he can hit, <laughs> he can hit. And he knew he got all of that off of Giolito, but Giolito was uh, was great. I mean, I, I thought he just, you know, he made that mistake to Devers, uh, and, and that was it. His line, six innings, three hits, three runs, only one was earned, uh, one walk, 10 strikeouts. Uh, his ERA now 3.41. He threw 105 pitches. Uh, bullpen, uh, you saw uh, Santos, uh, Lopez, Middleton, Boston had uh, only four hits and struck out 17 times, but won the game on Friday. Sox offense, one run, eight hits. Ben Attendee with two doubles. Uh, Aloy was three for four. Uh, T.A. had the lone RBI on a sack fly. Sox were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. Uh, more uh, from Grafol on Anderson playing second base. Uh, T.A. went out there through, was taking his ground balls at short before the game and brought it up to me that, hey, I can play second if we need it, Grafol said. Uh, I said, well, how do you feel with it? He said, I'd like to go over there to get in the lineup. I'd like to be part of this thing. Uh, Grafol discussed it with Anderson and general manager, the fearless leader, Rick Hahn, and inserted him at second, hitting second in the lineup on Friday night. So 
again, I don't know. You read into it like I do, probably more uh, reading more into it than I should. But Rick Khan consulted and, you know, I, I really do think it's a thing of, hey, uh, let's see if Anderson can showcase a little bit at second base for all these teams that keep calling me about Tim Anderson. Uh, anyway, on Saturday, uh, hey, that was uh, that was a lot more fun than on Friday. White Sox beat Boston 5-4. Uh, entering Saturday, uh, here's some team on base percentages. Uh, you've got the Chicago White Sox entering Saturday, bottom of the league, not just American League, the entire Major League Baseball uh, at 292. I mean, they uh, the A's are above of them. The Royals are above them. The Tigers, uh, man, I, you know, it's just, it is one of those things. One of those things about going back to that buyers, sellers, Stan Pat, there's so much with this White Sox team that they're not just missing like one arm or, or a couple bats. And you know what? They could absolutely, uh, you know, take over the central and beyond. It is a collective team effort. There is, there are so much going on. Uh, with this team offensively and, and not taking pitches, not taking their walks, not getting on base. You saw the string of solo home runs. I mean, that was a theme and has been uh, for the last few weeks. When they hit them, it's been solo shots. So uh, that's just another little, you know, number there that I thought, man, you know, uh, again, like they're not close. I can understand like, hey, we're so close to this thing. Uh, you know, we, we just need a couple, couple guys to put us over the edge. That's not quite the case right now. Uh, this was James Fegan out of the Chicago Sun Times. Good to see him writing some stuff for the Sun Times this past weekend. On Saturday morning, the White Sox took batting practice with a wall of protective screens pulled up adjacent to the pitching mound. I don't know if you heard about this. Pretty interesting. Uh, since they began uh, this practice last week, the idea is to emphasize driving the ball in the air for a group of hitters that, per fan graphs, entered the weekend with the highest ground ball rate in the majors. In a 5-4 walk-off victory over the Red Sox, the scuffling White Sox offense provided proof of concept, blasting a season-high four solo home runs. So, you got your four solo home runs, but we're not, we're still the rest of the lineup, the team collectively not getting on base. Uh, and, and they came out on top with this, but it, it did not go their way, I believe, in LA against the Dodgers, where they had four solo home runs and lost the game. So uh, Yaz, Berger, Luis Robert Jr., and Vaughn were your four solo home runs on Saturday. Uh, Lynn was on the hill. TA played second again. Okay, and hit in the two spots. So Grafol seemed to hint like, you know what, Friday's just a one-off. We're going to have him at second base, and then he'll most likely go right back to short. Well, it was back-to-back games at second for T.A. Uh, let's go right to top of the ninth. Uh, this has got a little hairy. Uh, Kendall Graveman, uh, an out away from a White Sox winner when a grounder uh, ate up Tim Anderson at second base. It was ruled a hit. Uh, Jaron Duran uh, stole second base. Duran went to third on a wild pitch and scored on a looper into short right center gut punch. A game was tied at four in the ninth. But bottom of the ninth, Gavin Sheets with a base hit. Remillard uh, pinch ran and stole second. And then Elvis Andrews with a walk-off base knock to short right field. uh, White Sox winner uh, in dramatic fashion. Lynn's final line, five and two thirds. Uh, six hits, 
three earned runs, one walk, uh, only seven strikeouts this time around for Lynn. His ERA, ooh, a beefy 6.40 still with 105 pitches thrown. Bullpen was Santos, Kelly, Graveman. Uh, Graveman, of course, had those ninth inning issues. White Sox offense, five runs, 10 hits. Ben Attendee, three for four, liking him in that leadoff spot. Uh, Sox had uh, those four solo home runs and were one for two with runners in scoring position. So not great at all uh, with men in scoring position. Another thing that has been problematic for the White Sox offense for a long period of time. Uh, last time the Sox saw the Angels, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout flexed the power and the Angels took two of three. Uh, Dylan Cease kicks things off more on that in a moment. So Sox head back out west, uh, another late one. I think an 8.38 start uh, local time on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, Dylan Cease will be on the mound on Monday. Uh, Dylan Cease has a 1-1 record with an ERA of 4.05 and 24 strikeouts and four appearances against the Angels in his career. Uh, faced the Angels last May uh, 2022 on the south side. This was an outstanding line. Seven innings, one hit, zero earned runs, zero walks, 11 strikeouts. That was when Cease was in just peak form uh, last year. Uh, Dylan is 3-3 three and three with an ERA of 4.22 and 100 strikeouts in 16 appearances uh, this season. Uh, last time we saw Cease on the Hill, uh, it was against Texas last week. Uh, six innings. Five hits, uh, two earned runs, a couple of walks, nine strikeouts. Uh, this will be Dylan Cease's 17th start uh, of the season. White Sox faced the Angels in Chicago at the end of May. Uh, Sox lost two of three. So exciting weekend. Sox, uh, you know, took the series against Boston. They needed to do that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you're still 11 games under 500. Uh, you're still, I think, having offensive issues, although you're getting some just outstanding individual efforts, namely from Luis Robert Jr. Lance Lynn, okay, it wasn't the 16 strikeout outing he had against uh, Seattle, but not a bad uh, outing. Gave up a mistake and paid for it. I liked Giolito's outing uh, on Friday. Uh, I thought the bullpen uh, did pretty well. I like Again, I like Jesse Schulten's uh, on Sunday. Uh, you know, but so you, you feel positive about coming out of the weekend and but what do you have to show for it? You know, you're still six games back in the AL Central and, you know, those 11 games under 500. So I, I don't know how if the Sox really want to make a run at things and, and they want to feel good about where they're at, uh, maybe at the All-Star break or, or by the time the trade deadline comes. If that's where the Sox front office is looking like, hey, I think we are going to go for it. You know, I think we're going to go for it in the AL Central, especially, and, and try to make some noise in the tournament. Okay, if that's really their mindset, you need to you need to go on some runs here. You know, you need to you need to win like ten of twelve. I mean, you need you just need to go and and just play some really good baseball for two three weeks, uh, and then see what happens at the end of it. But this like win one, lose two, then we're going to win two, lose one. That game. You know, you're, you're playing, you know, at the end of the day, 500 baseball over, you know, a month stretch, three weeks. And that's not what the Sox can do right now. If, if you really want to get back in it, 
you know, you've got to, you've got to, you just have to absolutely go on a run. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope that can happen against the angels. Uh, and then it'll be an Oakland uh, series following that up. So folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the lockdown white Sox podcast. Absolutely. Everywhere you find your podcasts, uh, we're on Twitter at lockdown socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore. GGTV. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sox take on the Angels on Monday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Uh, search White Sox. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. And hey, everydayers, uh, you know who you are. I do appreciate it. On the next episode, I will recap Dylan Cease's outing. Hopefully, be breaking down a White Sox winner. I appreciate you making time for the Locked On White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.